0: News. It's 11 o'clock, I'm Steve Dunthorne. Tonight's headlines. Dozens of pupils at a home and in school are sent home amid a Covid scare as the daily case tally passes 1,000. Lawmakers back a major restructure of the government that will see a range of new posts created. And a major international study gives Hong Kong high marks for competitiveness. Health officials have asked about 60 pupils from Poiching Middle School in Haomantan to stop attending classes for the rest of this week after at least six schoolmates attending a dinner with them on June 10th came down with COVID-19. The move comes as the authorities announce that the daily COVID total has topped
1: 1,000 the first time
0: since mid-April, Our reports.
1: The Centre for Health Protection's Albert Au said the infected students are members of the school's track and field team. He said there's no need to order class suspensions at the school just yet, adding there's no evidence that these students had transmitted the virus in their classes. He added the centre will continue to monitor the situation closely. Health officials have reported 971 new local coronavirus infections and 76 imported cases. About half of the local infections were identified in labs, while the rest were rapid test results confirmed by the authorities. It's also the second day that officials excluded the total figure in their announcement while presenting the number of local infections and imported cases separately. Dr. Ao explains why.
2: This is to enhance the risk communications we want to Previously, we have uh, we give a single figure which includes the imported cases and also the locally acquired cases. For the locally acquired cases, it shows the degree or the level of transmission in the local community, which is important to assess the local epidemic situation.
1: Meanwhile, officials have announced that an 83-year-old COVID patient with heart and liver problems had died.
0: The DAB says it's concerned about a possible loophole in a new requirement that customers of bars and nightclubs must show a negative COVID test before entry. From tomorrow, they'll need to provide proof they're not infected 24 hours before entering the premises. But lawmaker Leng Hae says people may get around it by providing an outdated picture or one of a test
2: that's not even theirs. We believe that the best way is to adopt what Singapore is doing right now, which is the government will have some rapid test site at the bar and nightclub areas and provide rapid tests on site so that people can hold these kind of a certificate and enter the nightclubs and bars. And this can stop the loophole that we are facing right now. Health
0: officials announced a new requirement yesterday following several recent outbreaks linked to nightlife. Lawmakers have passed a restructuring package that will see the creation of new posts of deputy to the Chief Secretary, Financial Secretary and Justice Minister as proposed by incoming Chief Executive John Lee. Under the revamp, the number of policy bureaus will rise from 13 to 15 and dozens of new posts will be created. Some lawmakers are concerned the roles of the three new deputies are unclear. Through an interpreter, Constitutional Affairs Chief Eric Zeng said the government agrees on the need for clarity.
3: I'm sure after the ruling team is formed, the CE elect will talk to his team and decide on the deletion of work, and then we will report details to you after they've been finalised.
0: In a statement tonight, Mr. Lee thanked lawmakers for their swift action in passing the changes. Hong Kong has been ranked the fifth most competitive place in the world by the Institutional Institute for Management Development, up from seventh last year. Maggie Howe has more. The Institute's World Competitiveness Yearbook takes into account a host of factors, including government efficiency, business efficiency, economic performance and infrastructure. In response, a spokesman for the SAR government said Hong Kong's competitiveness is underpinned by its institutional strengths under one country, two systems. Denmark was named the most competitive country. Switzerland came second, followed by Singapore and then Sweden. The United States came 10th, and China was 17th. The United Kingdom was named the 23rd most competitive country. And the weather. It'll be cloudy with showers and squally thunderstorms, temperatures ranging between 25 and 30 degrees tomorrow. Moderate to fresh south to southwesterly winds. The outlook, there'll be sunny intervals and one or two showers on Friday. There'll still be a few showers, and it will be windy over the weekend and into the early part of next week. At present, the thunderstorm warning is in effect, temperature at the observatory 24 degrees, humidity 94%. You'll tune to RTHK, the time is coming up to 5 minutes past 11. The government says the Leisure and Cultural Services Department or LCSD is developing a better system for booking public sports and recreation venues. As Frank Young reports, Acting Home Affairs Secretary Jack Chan said it's expected to come into operation in two phases starting next year.
2: In a written reply to a question in LegCo, Mr Chan revealed that an anti-bot solution is being worked on to filter out unusual bookings to try to prevent scalping and the hiring of public sports facilities. Once an unusual booking is detected, he wrote... The anti-bot solution will instantly analyze and intercept it in a bid to prevent bot booking. The new system will also include an allocation of facilities by ballot based on the need for venues and sessions, in addition to the first-come-first-served mechanism. Mr. Chan said sports facilities will be booked and allocated through balloting first, with any remaining sessions doled out in accordance with the existing mechanism. Real name registration will be required to allow for identity authentication in booking facilities. The LCSD has been exploring ways to stamp out suspected touting through a string of measures including giving priority to people booking public facilities through the government's online system over those queuing up at service counters and kiosks. Jack Chan also revealed that a mainland company had been commissioned by Leisure and Cultural Services in October 2020 to develop and run a new ticketing system for Erptix, which will be in use from the fourth quarter of this year. He said the new system will offer more payment options, including Octopus and Faster Payment System, and will be equipped with advanced functions such as customer relationship management and ticket sales data analysis.
0: Broadcaster CCTV says that President Xi Jinping has told his Russian counterpart Vladimir Putin that all parties should work towards resolving the crisis in Ukraine in a responsible manner. In a phone call, Mr. T expressed Beijing's willingness to help resolve the situation. The president added that there was a good momentum in bilateral relations in the face of what he called global turmoil and changes. After the call, the Kremlin said both sides agreed to expand cooperation it described the global economic situation as more complicated due to the west's illegitimate sanctions heavy rain on the mainland has claimed at least six lives this week and forced the evacuation of some two hundred thousand people are in reports
1: Firefighters have been using inflatable boats to rescue residents trapped by flood water in Sanming City in Fujian province. Elsewhere in the province, a house collapse claimed three lives on Tuesday. On Monday, two people died in a landslide triggered by torrential rain in Jiangxi province. One died and three are missing after a vehicle fell into the water in mountain flooding in Inner Mongolia. The mainland regularly experiences heavy rains and flooding during the summer, most frequently in central and southern areas. Video from broadcaster CCTV showed large parts of cities inundated with muddy water. In Guangdong, rescue workers carried to trap people out of buildings on their backs and waist-deep floods. The rain has let up in Jiangxi for now, but more precipitation is forecast for at least another week in the province along with Fujian, Guangdong and Guangxi. The National Meteorological Center said residents should prepare for more floods and landslides as the soil is already saturated in those areas. State media says more than 110,000 people have been relocated away from the flooding in Jiangxi, along with more than 80,000 in Fujian.
0: Overseas, the European Commission is launching further legal proceedings over the British government's plan to unilaterally scrap parts of the post-Brexit deal for Northern Ireland. The UK says the protocol has led to trade disruption and the collapse of the power-sharing provincial government in Belfast. But the European Commission Vice President Maroš Šefčovič said the British proposals were extremely damaging to mutual trust.
3: There is no legal nor political justification whatsoever for unilaterally changing an international agreement. Opening the door to unilaterally changing an international agreement is a breach of international law as well. So let's call it a spate a spate. This is illegal."
0: The United Nations has warned that large numbers of civilians trapped in the eastern Ukrainian city of Sverdorodonetsk are running out of food and water and facing problems of sanitation and access to basic health care. Russian forces control most of the city, which they've been trying to seize for weeks, but Ukraine says its fighters are still hold the industrial zone. NATO Secretary-General said he expects Allies to agree a package of support for Ukraine that would allow its military to move away from using Soviet-era equipment. Jens Stoltenberg said the measure should be agreed at a summit in Madrid later this month.
2: Allies are committed to continue uh, providing the military equipment that Ukraine
3: needs to prevail, including heavy weapons and long-range systems
0: policymakers at the european central bank are holding an emergency meeting amid fears of a possible repeat of the eurozone debt crisis of a decade ago Unless say the bank disappointed the markets last week when it made no firm plans to intervene despite surging borrowing costs the bbc's victoria craig reports
2: Today's unscheduled meeting of the Governing Council comes less than a week after its last policy decision. That's when ECB Chief Christine Lagarde announced definitively that the benchmark interest rate will rise by a quarter percentage point next month to try to counter record inflation levels in the Eurozone. Interest rates are still near historic lows in the region, below zero in some cases, but investors are growing increasingly concerned about the uneven impact higher borrowing costs will have on heavily indebted southern European countries like Italy, and greece
0: the british government has defended its policy to send asylum seekers from the uk to rwanda during heated exchanges in parliament the home secretary priti patel said she was disappointed and surprised by a last minute ruling by the european court of human rights which blocked the departure of the first planned flights late yesterday she accused the court in strasbourg and the opposition in britain of thwarting the will of the british people
2: these repeated
0: legal barriers Are, Madam Deputy Speaker, very similar to those that we experience with all other removal flights. And we believe that we are fully compliant with our domestic and international obligations. And preparations for our future flights and the next flights have already begun. The opposition Labour Party called the policy a shameless shambles and government by gimmick. The appeal trial of dozens of imprisoned members of the Greek neo-Nazi Golden Dawn party is taking place in Athens today. Prosecutors are seeking to impose longer sentences. Two years ago, about 60 members were found guilty of operating a criminal organization, receiving prison terms of up to 14 years. Hundreds of protesters have gathered outside the courthouse demanding tougher penalties. Anthea Karasova is a journalist with the Times newspaper in Athens.
1: Golden Dawn
2: started over a decade ago as a very fringe marginal force.
0: At some point, though, its brutality, however, really got out of hand, abusing a lot of immigrants and far-left sympathizers. And in one of those cases, a young rapper was assassinated by one of the members, and that brought the demise
2: upon this party.
0: In sport, Costa Rica have become the final team to book their place in this year's Football World Cup. They beat New Zealand 1-0 in their intercontinental playoff match thanks to a third-minute goal from Joel Campbell in Doha. After the game, New Zealand goalkeeper Oli Swael spoke about his team's disappointment over their controversial disallowed
3: goal. In my opinion, there's not enough contact there
2: to to disallow a goal. Um, Both players are attempting to shield the ball, they're both tangled together be play on for me and very disappointing that that was the disallowed in that moment because we would have continued our ascendancy on the match with that and and, and then they don't have any choice but to come and play we would have been able to draw them out and then find more spaces and it, it just made their jobs bit easier i guess
0: FIFA president Gianni Infantino has congratulated the teams that qualified for the 2022 World Cup in Qatar
3: so now we know the 32 countries who qualified for the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 congratulations To all of you and of course welcome to the fans of these 32 countries but to the fans from all over the world to uh, Doha in November and December of this year in a few months' time to celebrate football, to live together the greatest show on earth and the best World Cup ever.
0: The tournament commences on the 21st of November. A reminder of our top stories. Dozens of pupils at a home and in school are sent home amid a COVID scare as the daily case tally passes 1,000. Lawmakers back a major restructure of the government and their major international study gives Hong Kong high marks for competitiveness. The news from RTHK.
3: RTHK Radio Free To
0: our second hour this Wednesday night, a request there for Michael. stream, of course, and more than words. If you like a song yourself, do get in it, touch It's Radio Pete at Gmail. Got quite a few memories to share with you between now and one AM. That of course includes our sentimental journey, which you can catch at five past midnight. In the meantime, this is a style that they call lover's rock. It's a sort of gentle sort of style of reggae, if you like. A few lovely hits we've played for you on the show over the months. And this is certainly one of those. This is a track from Janet Kay in
3: City Games.